We get to hear about Woods' brand new friendship with Sean today and their trip to Duluth together. Uh, that was interesting. It did lead to some possible child <laughs> trafficking, but I got it turned around. Also, who would you most want to be best friends with from TV? From television. And another round of two-second tune where you got me today. I only got one out of three on this one. Hey, why why you give away the ending? Uh, well, spoiler alert, you man. You don't know which one. Nah, fair <laughs> point. All right, it's all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Woods. Why should we talk to you on Mondays when someone does something big over the weekend and they let us know about it so we can all be a part of it? Well, this Why Should We Talk To You Monday hits a little close to home. Because mm-hmm. Wood, after, I don't know, three dozen times of me inviting him to go to Duluth, went with his new best friend, Sean. That's right. We had an absolute blast. Now, the, this got set up because our wives set it up, right? right. Our wives talked, boom, all of a sudden I realized... We're going. Yep. Load the car up. Let's go. There was very limited football on that day, so I was fine with going. Okay. I have never been to Bentleyville in my entire life. It's amazing. It's it's a pretty big deal from what I found out. So we got up to Duluth. We kind of spent the day. We went to that, was it Gershon Mansion? A Glensheen Mansion? Whatever. Yeah. Walked around that. a hell of a story behind that place, too. What is it? Just a lot of controversy and stuff, like murder, scandal, Mm. intrigue. It kind of seems like a house, like the Great Gatsby type situation. Absolutely, it does. Yeah, you should do a deep dive on it. Well, and you know what? Thank God those ladies were rich. Wasn't a looker among them. Oh, no. No, but that's fine. (laughs) That wasn't where this story kind of picks up. So we go to Bentleyville. My family dresses uh, as... We're going into the Arctic. Right. I hate being cold. We wore everything, snow <laughs> pants, everything, which was fine. Yeah. Now, Sean, Sarah, and that, them didn't dress as warm. They said, all right, we're kind of cold. We're going to bounce out early. Okay. So they took off. My wife- Did they even get to see the lights? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, we went around and everything. Now, the cool part about it, I didn't know everything was free. Yeah. I got like a, I had to like digging like through my nine layers to get my wallet out when I'm going up there <laughs> for the hot chocolate. No, no everything's free. Cool. Beautiful. This is amazing. We're having a great time. They take off. They bounce. Andrea has to go into the gift shop. Mm-hmm. I got to get something. Well, yeah. Fine. I Go in there. I'll keep the kids out here. So, Andrea goes in. Everett's doing his thing because he's on his knee scooter. Murphy's being perfect Murphy. You know, I don't expect her to go far. Beautiful children. I jump on my phone. Haven't been on my phone all day, following up on what's going on in the sports. Got football tomorrow. Got to start figuring out who I'm betting on, et cetera, right. et cetera. Who are you going to lose your money with? Well, at the corner of my eye, I see Murphy start to walk off. Boom. Not on me. Not on dad. Right. Snagger. Just grab her by the hoodie. Right? Or the, you know, the, yeah. boom. Keep on my phone. All of a sudden, I hear, can you let me go? I look down. <laughs> I'm holding someone else's child by the hood. There is a sense of panic in me at that moment. Dad! Mind you, like, I'm so gripped with fear, I don't let go. Right. I, I, I start, start tugging tighter? Well, I start looking for my child. I'm like, who has my kid? This kid starts crying. Uh, all of a sudden, people tar- turn to look at me. I am now a human trafficker at this point. Yeah, you're breaking the law, about seven different laws at that. A father turns, we lock eyes. I realize I have his kid. And he, at that moment, realizes that he's lost his kid. Yeah. And I have, quote unquote, found his. You went You went from zero to hero. Uh, and I think we shared a moment as if we both realized we had screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> and we were both willing to cover for each other. Did you guys say anything? Was there any words exchanged? Or was it just... He was... 
I was like, oh, they, they, and I kind of just let her go. Almost like I was releasing a fish like, back into her. the water. I got her. Just swim free. I'll no. catch you next year. Never mind. I, I didn't say that either. No, wait. Where was, <laughs> where was your child? Uh, apparently behind me over there eating snow. <laughs> oh, nice. And everybody had walked on all day long. Hey, hey, get over. And, uh, you know, they, and honestly, I couldn't have timed it any better. Oh, man. It's like, tell my kids to get to help me. Get back over here. Can you let me go? That child must have been horrified. My children come back, circle up around me. Here comes Andrea out of the gift shop. Hey, she's like, I, I spent a little money. I'm like, hey, I don't care. <laughs> Whatever you want, baby. You're my queen. Let's get the hell out of here real quick before the cops show up. And, you know, I just, I felt awful. And, you know, the kids had very similar jackets. It, it happened. You know, the peripheral vision and, you know, but hey, I'm telling you, you got to double check you got the right kid. When we were in Wisconsin Dells together that time, mm-hmm. I thought somebody was my son and I reached out and touched his shoulder. Yeah. And that's even worse because we're standing there with shirts off. Oh, yeah. And I'm touching somebody else's kid on the shoulder. That's Chris Hansen stuff. I, I'm lucky at it because I was like, hey. And I was kind of forceful because I thought it was my own child. What do you want, pervert? (laughs) You got to be careful, man. Now, will you go up to Duluth with me this summer? Uh, If you would like, yes. When it's a little bit warmer, there's a ton of stuff to do up there. Sean can come. Yeah, me. Okay. (laughs) I just wanted to be just me and you. I'm not even talking family, just me and you. Kelly and Wood. It wasn't my house. It was the other house that was the target. That's what we have up today in Better Call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, this came into the Kelly and Wood Instagram page. I'm going to leave names out of it here. Uh, it says, we have a neighborhood with a high school kid and they're always doing some sort of pranks at this house. Uh, and they kind of list it, you know, uh, the toilet papering, that kind of stuff. Well, the other day, my ring doorbell caught some kids egging my house, and they were saying the neighborhood kid's name. They were at the wrong house, though. One of the eggs has cracked the window, and I want the neighbor to pay for it since it was supposed to be their home. They're saying, no, do I have any sort of legal grounds with this? Against them, probably not. I mean, unless for some reason they're inviting people to come over and egg their house, I don't see how they have any liability. Uh, That's, you know, we've talked about this in other shows about layers of defendants that, you know, who is directly responsible. The people who egged it clearly are responsible, you know, and maybe the person whose house it is knows who it was that was responsible. I mean, I don't know if they called the police when they got egged and said, go over there next door and find out who did it because they know who did it. Um, you know, that might be the recourse, but as far as bringing a claim against them for it, I doubt it because they didn't do it to you. Would, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, would, would egging a house, I mean, would that ratchet it up a little bit? Cause these days, wouldn't they call that like a hate crime or something? Like, couldn't that really kick it up a notch? I don't know. I don't know if it's a hate crime. I guess if you're a chicken, maybe, but I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's, I, I don't, I don't know of any connotations with eggs or anything that would create you know, beliefs that somehow they're saying you're something because of the eggs. So, no, I don't think so. What if the neighbor wouldn't tell you what kid it was? Like, if if it were me, I don't know if I could rat on some little kid. Oh, would yeah. I be in trouble? I'd sing like a canary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you'd, you would want to probably have the cops go over and do it for you, you know, to talk to them and find out who did it. But, I mean, it's a broken window. How expensive really can it be? You yeah, know, I, and that seems I, like a lot of hassle, especially for the know? cops. I do know that my brother got arrested as a little kid for egging cars. Oh, wow. And the cops even told him, the cops said, look, if you tell me the truth, I'm going to let you guys all go. And there was like seven of them. And the one kid was like, all right, we threw the eggs. 
And the cop was like, stand up, you're under arrest, and arrested them all. Wow. And, yeah. And I would have been like, entrapment. <laughs> yeah, 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 if you tell us. Although that's probably one where they didn't get sentenced. I mean, especially as minors, they probably didn't get sentenced very bad. And that might have been a good lesson for them in the long oh, yeah. run. It, it, trust me, it was a fine my dad had to pay, and... He worked that off. That was for sure. He how got much, a little labor out of it. Like, like how much "quote unquote" lying can a de- like say a detect? I always watch these uh, the behavioral panel on YouTube. These guys, I brought them up before, and they can like how much lying can a detective do to make somebody like think they either have evidence on them or hey, if you just tell me this, I'll let you go. Can they say things like that? Like, say someone was in there for murder. Like, hey, just admit, tell me you did it, and I'll let you go. They, if they read you their Miranda rights and you have a right to talk to an attorney, you should just pretty much be done talking to them if you got something to tell them um, because that's what happens. And, you know, they put people in other rooms and tell you the other person's singing like a canary or, <laughs> you know, I've, I've seen circumstances. I mean, the states vary as far as the case law goes, but um, in, in Minnesota, you know, they don't have to tell you they're a cop. So, you know, these people who think, oh, you have to tell me if you're a cop. No, they don't. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes you can use that as an argument on defense, but it's not really good when you're planning to buy a pile of cocaine and you're like, oh, you told me it wasn't a cop. You know? <laughs> good tip. Good tip. Yeah, I can imagine how that one doesn't really usually fly with the old jury. All right. Yep. Well, hopefully we helped out some more people today in Better Call Brian with Mike Bryan from the Law Offices of Bradshaw and Brian. A mom of young kids is wishing for for Christmas. Ooh. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. That's what we have up today in this round of The Feud. Now I won, I think, the past two, right? Yeah, you got a little bit of a hot yeah, I got a little something going on here. So, uh, what you get to go first. Uh, the, que- the question again, Brian Riley, just so we know. We asked 100 people, name something a mom of young kids is wishing for for Christmas. Very simple. I don't know how you put it under the tree, but you know mama wants some sleep. Yeah, that's a good Come one right on there. Now. Any sort of rest, probably. Number one answer. Yeah. Number one. I had a hunch on that one. That's what I was going to say, too. Makes sense. Um. So, well, what can I ask what the survey said so I know not to say the same thing? It said uh, for his answer? Yeah. Nap, rest. Okay. Okay, because I was going to say just rest. So uh, nap and rest out the door. How about... Now, question again. Question again. Yep. What is it? Oh, you, uh, I thought you had <laughs> yes. another question. No. Uh, the question <laughs> is, we asked 100 people, name something a mom of young kids is wishing for. How about... Uh, boy, I don't know how to phrase this one. How about like... um. I want to say like help in the kitchen or someone to make dinner. How about how about a dinner date? I don't know. I, I don't know how to phrase it. Dinner date is not on the list. Not on the list. Dang it! I, I didn't phrase that right. That's not really what I wanted to say. Yeah, I don't know what you were going for there. Well, because like, well, you you know she's making dinner. You know. Okay. I, I don't know. I, well, see, I I, I kind of have one in that realm. Okay. I would say maybe a nanny or help around the house. Well, that's two different things. That is two different things. How's that two different things? It's two different things. Because help around the house could be a housekeeper. What else do you... Oh, that's a nanny. No, a nanny takes care of the kids. She's not cleaning the toilet. Oh, crappy one, maybe. Well, okay. Good one does. <laughs> Fine. I will say... Choose one. Help around the house. <laughs> but a clean house is on the list. <laughs> well, nah. I'm protesting that one. Ooh, erroneous. Our first I'm, claim. I'm protesting that one because that could help around the house could be anything. 
That could be taking a nap. The, oh, the answer is a clean house. Could have been an easy He didn't guess. say a clean house. He said help around the house. Oh, that was a good answer, Brian Riley. Good <laughs> job. Well I, done. I, you know what? I don't care if I lose. this. I'm losing under duress on uh, this one. Kelly, you have a wrong answer. <laughs> Question again, please, Brian Riley. We asked 100 people, name something a mom of young kids is wishing for. Help around the house. It's, our, it's already been used. Oh, well, I thought we were just throwing out anything and getting credit for it. Okay, this this is why I don't like to do the feud. Mm-hmm. All right, well, okay. Moms, the busy. How about, oh, here we go. A busy mom, what would you want help with? How about this? A chauffeur. Wait, you're, you're changing the question? Yeah, you changed the question. What's the damn question? <laughs> Name something a mom Sorry. with young kids is wishing for. Yes. How about this? A chauffeur. That's an X. Yeah, just press the button. Yeah. Oh, man, a chauffeur? Because she's driving the kids around. She, do you? Where are you driving a newborn? You gotta take it, it to it's, soccer. It says young. The ball? When did it say newborn? It's a young. Young. It kids. Said young. Right, young is maybe. anything under the age of sixteen. That's two X's. Well, that's it. That's game. Uh, well, let me clear the board then. How many are left? Uh, four of them are left. Okay. Uh, how about moms want to go out? A little night out. That's what I said. Dinner date with the friends. Yeah, that's not on the list. Good. It's not on the list. All right. Hey, hey, you know, this one works for the pocketbook. Diapers. It's not on the list either. Not on the list. Yeah. Do you want me to, do you want me to go through it? Uh, you might as well, because uh, clearly our wives are very happy ladies. <laughs> we asked 100 people, name something a mom with young kids is wishing for. Uh, the second answer, a spa day. Not true. I bought my wife spa days. She doesn't like them. My wife has like a three massage or eight massages like on the fridge. Because she doesn't want them. I don't know. You and I are going based on facts, not on whatever Brian Riley is getting his facts. Well, he did ask 100 people, but go yeah, on. Right, go uh, babysitter. You were close when you said it. Babysitter. You that's didn't say nanny. babysitter. But that's nanny. You didn't say nanny. Man. No, that's right. Remember we changed you didn't it? Say I had it. nanny and then I switched Look, it. All I mean, right. nanny's not a babysitter. No, I got to get this cleaned up. But what do you mean we? What, what me? <laughs> Alice from like Brady Bunch, that's a housekeeper. Right. right? But also a nanny because she was there to take care of the kids. And the, she was she was all she was the best. Now, if I could if I could find me an Alice. Was she taking care of the kids? Heck yeah, she was. By the way, how much do you think he was paying her? She yeah, was living seven dollars. Seven dollars. I mean, she had room and board. And isn't it weird you never saw Alice's bedroom? Yeah, I think you did in like one episode. Like but, I think but it, was like ba- it was like bare- I think it was like a broom closet. It was like next to the laundry room. It was like bare walls. Harry Potter had a better living space than Alice. <laughs> now, can't you get stairwell. an au pair? An au pair is like we get like a foreign kid to come move in, and then like your room and board is like them watching the kid. I Golly, remember the guy who I had no pair. So. I think that's wrong. I think you're is, wrong. Is that what human is. trafficking that I stumbled yeah, on? Yeah, or a foreign exchange student. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but let's let's wrap up the feud because I'm I'm upset. Figured out. Uh, peace and quiet. Oh, good luck. This, this uh, is, that's a good one, though. I can and, see that one. And the last one we missed, a drink. Now, you said going out, but that's not the It was a yeah, drink, so right. you can do it at right. home. Actually, for some reason, Wood got help around the house for some. Okay, peace and quiet got texted in, so that was good. All right, well, my winning streak is over. Yeah! Dare I say erroneous? No, no. This is a good question. Those are good questions. (laughs) Wood wins today's round of The The Feud. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and we'll put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes, Orlando, Florida to be exact. And we head straight to a TD Bank. That's where authorities got the reports that, hey, someone just robbed a bank. Not cool, man. According to the eyewitnesses and all the videos, because after all, it is a bank, a man 
walked in wearing a hat that said police and a pair of sunglasses on his face. He then handed the teller a note that said assault and money. Assault and money. That is it. Just assault. Is that like trick or treat? Money. Well, apparently the teller said, cool, here's the money. And the man quickly fled the scene. Authorities left scratching their heads. We have no idea who this is. Looks like he got away. But two days later, authorities once again get a call saying, hey, there's a guy wearing a police hat and glasses. Boy, he's getting a lot of mileage out of that hat. And he's robbing a Circle K. Luckily, some officers were nearby and responded to the Circle K. At this time, the gentleman had handed over a note to the gas station attendant that said, give me all the money. Oh, by the way, also a pack of 305 100s, please. Oh, yeah. Smoke them if you got them. Well, if you're going to rob them, you might as well rob them smokes because right. they are pricey. Plus, you got to get your jitters down after that. As you can imagine, he was still wearing the police hat and the sunglasses. When the officers pulled up, though, standing outside was 45-year-old Nicholas Lamberdid wearing a police hat and sunglasses. Probably lighting a smoke. As you can imagine, authorities quickly grabbed him and started the interview process. That's when he immediately said, oh, yeah, I definitely did that. (laughs) He also still had cash and stolen cigarettes in his pocket. When they asked him what it was all about, he said, I was bored. There you go. Mm. Dude, you got to find some other hobby, man. You would think. All right, we can give this one a score. Come on. Uh, Robbing a bank. It's trashy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give that uh, 175 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, doing it wearing a police hat and sunglasses. Is that trashy? Or is he <laughs> unique? I don't know if it's trashy. Okay, I don't think it is. And, and we got we to gotta keep it on points the level the here. Right, on the level here. But how about committing a second crime wearing the same outfit? Two days later. That's trash. Yeah. All right, I'll give that another 175 points. I mean, you uh, had cash. Go buy another hat. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got, uh, then, how about handing the teller a, a note that says, assault money? Okay. That seems trash. At least dumb criminal. So I'll give that 125 points right there. Uh, stealing all the money and a pack of cigarettes. I'm sorry. That feels trashy. Oh, yeah. No offense to my smokers out there, but that crime right there just feels trashy. So I'll give that another 150 points. He was arrested. That's 75. And if you're going to steal it, why won't you steal a carton? Right. Why are you, why are you going for a pack? Because <laughs> that'll probably make it grand theft or something. Be back here tomorrow for another pack. God, whenever I see people buying a carton of cigarettes at the store, I cannot believe how expensive they are. Yeah. That's an expensive habit, man. That's like crack prices. Come on. All right, I got a score here for you, Wood. This is a low one, actually. I'm kind of surprised. Yeah, it's a Monday, man. It is. We got to start off slow and build. All right, today, our gentleman with his police hat and his sunglasses earns himself in the trash flash a bit low, 700 points. Trash. Kelly and Wood's Small Town Salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Nashua, Minnesota, population 67. Home of the Elbow Lake Co-op Grain Company. And that's about all we could find. But that's why Nashua, Minnesota, today you are getting our small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood's big bag of questions. We've collected questions over the years and put them on a nifty little spreadsheet, numbered and everything. Come on now. And we just pick one to answer. You ready for the number today? Hit me with it, my friend. I'm going to go 62. Uh, Right on down here. Oh, Nathan in St. Cloud says here, if you guys could be best friends with anybody on TV, who would it be? Now, are we talking the actor that plays this person or are we talking the character on television? I'm going TV character. Okay. 
I, I know one right off the bat. One of my favorite shows of all time. I feel like it's one of the most disrespected shows, too. Okay. Because I don't know if it ever did, but I'd like to hang out with Doug Heffernan from uh, King of Queens. My eyes are getting weary. My back is getting tired. You're close. I, I absolutely love this show. I, I kept uh, Peacock because this show was on there. I didn't know it was on there. Yeah. You're, you're close. You got the right show, but the wrong character. Doug Heffernan's insufferable. Why? He and his wife are just miserable. His wife is a bit, maybe because maybe it hits close to home. His wife. <laughs> but like all the scheming and lying and everything, but Deacon, his best friend. Ah, see, I don't like Deacon. Oh. I never I never bought their friendship on the show. I was like, these guys wouldn't be friends in real life. Because Deacon's too cool for him. Because he seemed like he hated uh, Doug Heffernan. Like I'm he seemed like he hated him. You would hate Doug Heffernan if he was your friend. Uh, yeah, possibly. Possibly. All right, well, what do you got, Wood? What's your first one on the block? Uh, you know what? I'm thinking, you know what? I like to think of somebody that is going to give us some stuff to do when we go hang out. Yeah. What about Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos? Now, I'm not kidding. Now, why him out of all the people? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I still, like, like Christopher, he's got the drug habit. I don't want to do that. You don't want to with that, yeah. You know, Sill's always working at the Bada Bing. Yeah. I don't want that. Polly Walnuts doesn't seem like he does anything. <laughs> yeah. He's got money, takes care of his mother, obviously keeps the hair high and tight. Now, and he- if he's going to go out and do something, you know we're going to... I'm getting a story out of it. Wasn't he the only one on The Sopranos that actually went to jail? Like He was the only real gangster on the show, a right? A real-life mobster. And he agreed that he would do the show and like he would help like you know, with the storylines and like this is how it really goes. Yeah. Under one rule, he says that you could kill me on that show, whatever. I will never rat. I yeah. will never, ever, ever be a rat on the show. And that's cool because he seemed like the real loyal Stand gangster up. on the show. Yeah, and that's, that's why he came a good up, friend. He was in one of the most terrible movies I ever saw after that called like Snow Cone or something like that. Yeah. And it was it was just a shame. Like, here's this cool dude who's like now doing just B movies at best. And you can you imagine if somebody did something to you? You, you got a best friend to call? Yeah. Hey, Polly Walnuts, let's go. What about you, Brian Riley? If what? I'm going to pick one person, it would be uh, Kramer from Seinfeld okay. as a neighbor. Oh, oh boy. Out of no all way. the people on that show, you're like, hanging out like, with him? I, I would hang out with Jerry Seinfeld for sure. But I like George would be kind of... I'd be like, George, I can't. He's a loser. I'd be like, George, I can't today. be like hanging out with me. <laughs> I can't today, George. When Kramer busted through the, the, insan- the insanity things and being like, oh, yeah, that's just my neighbor. Be no so way. much fun. I couldn't handle it. Be That'd so be too much, much fun. That'd be too much. I got me. another one for you. Come on. Uh, from the Karate Kid. Not the Karate Kid himself, but... Billy Zabka's character wasn't Johnny Johnny Joey Lawrence. Lawrence. Joey, no, 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 Joey Johnny Lawrence. Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joey Lawrence from Blossom. Different TV character, but no, Johnny Lawrence. I would like to hang out with him and Billy Zabka. I, I just feel like, and I'm talking in the new Karate Kid shows where he's kind of down on his luck, mm-hmm. but he's kind of still bad a, you know, like he's drinking his Coors banquet his, or whatever it is. is. Broken van? Yeah. I don't know. There's something about there's that something like a about good that. hang, man. <laughs> How about one close to home here on the show from St. Cloud, Minnesota? Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. I don't have the theme song. That's ready. okay. That's okay. Because honestly, good hang. Yeah. He puts up with Ted, who is a grade A knob. Yeah. And Marshall just seemed like a down home, willing to party, fun dude. He's from St. Cloud? Well, on the show, he was from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Oh, I didn't know that. And it irritated me because in order they show a clip like of them going, quote unquote, back to St. Cloud. Yeah. That's not St. Cloud. What was it? It was just some snowy snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. You just want to hang out with them so you don't have to drive as far. To hang out with them. That would be legit, too. Right? <laughs> He's within uh, walking distance. Other people texting in. Brian, you're close, man. I would hang out with Hyde from that 70s show. Oh, yeah. I would go Kelso, though, instead. Yeah. Kelso just made me laugh, and you know he's always down to do something stupid. He was he was just kind of a carefree guy. Uh, other people texting in. How about uh, Amber texting in? She says, Joey Tribbiani from Friends. 
Okay. He has money. Always fun. He didn't wear a belt, though. That'd bother me. I know. You can't tuck in your shirt with no belt. <laughs> I'd, buy, I'd, I'd buy my belt like every year for Christmas. Whenever I come to work and I forget to put a belt on, I'm like, ah, dang it. I'm like, Joey. It's uh, none of my other people <laughs> texting stuff in. Uh, Stephanie said, what about Will from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Okay. Ooh. I'll take that one. All right. Mandy texted in uh, Phoebe from Friends. Uh, I never liked Phoebe. Phoebe's out there. I, I, ne- I never thought that character was funny at all. She, she was just weirding me out. Oh, Mary. Mary Jo texted this one in. Reba from the Reba Show. <laughs> if you do hang out with her, can you get her to autograph this jacket we have? <laughs> you please send her on. How about the number one? I have the number one just right, came we'll, to me. We'll here. close it out after this one. How about this? It, they literally made a show about it. Vince from Entourage. Oh, man. I tell you that I had the hardest time watching Entourage because I so badly wanted that to be my life. <laughs> And I would get, I would get so green with envy when I'd be watching it that I couldn't watch it. Like it would make me so jealous that I never made it to that. Mm-hmm. To, not that I ever tried. Well, yeah, I never saying. once tried like, to be in any acting role. You always role. were a, a MTV VJ. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, me and three thousand other people that were standing in line that day. You were so close, though. That could have been your life, right? Who would have been your Johnny Johnny drama? I don't know. I don't have any friends. So I don't know. It would have been. See. What's the opposite of an entourage? Solo. Solo <laughs> artist would have been the name of my show. You need some hanger ons. Other texts rolling in here. Brittany said Rip from Yellowstone. Okay. That's a pretty good. Uh, any main character from New Girl yes. from Amber? That would be a good one. Coach would be a good one there. Or Nick. Uh, Adrian Monk from Monk from Stephanie. He'd be going around. Oh, wow. That's a deep cut right there. Cleaning up. Uh, USA show? How about Bert and Guster from Psych? I don't know what those I words mean. I have no idea mean. what that means. Dude, you guys never watched Psych? No. Psych no. was a good show. Burton Guster's my dude. All right. That's one guy? Yeah, his name's Burton Guster. Boy, that really... That's his name? Yeah. I'm out. That really drove this. <laughs> I really drove this segment into the ground at the end. <laughs> Kelly and Wood. All right, two-second tune is where I get two seconds of a song, and I have to figure out what it is. Yes, sir. Because I fancy myself to have a deep musical knowledge. And I'll give you credit. You actually really do have a really good ear for music. But I've got songs here. Now, I'm going to give you two seconds. I get nervous playing this game. I I feel like the people have come to expect a certain level of knowledge from me. So you're going to hear two seconds, and then you have to guess what song it is. Now, I'll give you a theme. Okay. The theme is trucks. Okay. All right. All right. That's a very wide theme in the country world. Now, someone said last week I should only be able to hear the clip once because last week I played one. Uh, all right. It played a couple of times. Multiple times. And so is that how we're going to do it? I get to hear it one time. How about you get one replay? One replay. Thank you. You can use your replay whenever you want. Oh, like for all, for all three clips? For I only get one replay. Oh, dang it. All right. I better save that then. Okay. Yeah, I won't lie to you. I probably didn't stack these very well. I think the second one's the easiest. Okay. But the first one's not easy. I'm actually, I get nervous playing this because what if I don't come through? Two seconds. Here we go. Play me the first one. Is that, uh, is that Heads Carolina, Tails California? Is that your final answer? (sighs) Gosh. Now remember, Uh, the theme of your song are trucks. But there's not there's nothing about a truck in that one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go heads Carolina tails California on that one. Final answer. My ultimate response. That would be incorrect. Oh, dang it! What is it? Whoops! That's uh, that's the, that's the clip. Play okay. the yeah. I have no idea. I got it wrong. Dang it! Can you just jump to the words on these? <laughs> <laughs> nice editing, Wood. Nice editing. She's been going oh, that ain't my song. Oh, that ain't 
my truck. That's right. Dang it. All right. Yep. I recognize it. As, as soon as he started singing, I knew what that was. Okay. All right. Save it a flavor, son. It doesn't happen often. Now, I think this one is the easiest one. Okay. All right. Now, you got two seconds. Again, theme is trucks. Give it to me straight, doctor. I can take it. Oh, uh, uh, Dirt Road Anthem by Jason Aldean. There it is. Yeah, I knew that one right away. I figured that was the easiest one. I wish that I could edit these for you before we go on the air. Well, I want you to hear like, what I know, it is. I know, but we should, we should jump right to the lyrics is what I'm saying. But that's not the start of the song. I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm chilling on the dirt I still love this song. People, it's fantastic. People hated this song because it was kind of that country rap or whatever. And I believe Colt Ford actually is the one who wrote this song. Right. And then there's, of course, he does it with Ludacris one. Yeah. I like that one, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I like this song. Well, uh, Brian Riley. Oh, yes, Brian Riley. I think it was Brantley Gilbert, too, that wrote that song. Uh, the really? Dirt Road Anthem? Because he, he always plays it at his shows. Brantley Gilbert been, uh, was like a big writer for Jason L. Dean. Okay. For a little while. That very well could be. Makes sense. Well, Colt Ford also does a version of it. But I, I, honestly, I like you guys Jason. can both be right. <laughs> I think they wrote. I think they all wrote it together. I think it was a team effort. You guys realize you're not getting any money out of the songwriting credits, right? All right, come on, let's do a last one. I got to finish strong. Now, this third one was, I thought, the most difficult one. Okay. Now you get two seconds of it. But oh, I still have my replay though. Yes, you do. All right, come on, would give it to me. Oh, that is a. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian Riley claims he already knows it. Seriously? Shoot. Well, I I, I got a replay. You so got one replay. Give it to me again. A very distinct guitar. I I have absolutely no clue what that one is. Brian, do you know what that is? Yeah, I think so. Well, go ahead and get it, because yeah. I got it wrong. Is it Pickup Man? Bye. I couldn't tell you the artist off the top of my head, but I know it's Pickup Man. That's, is that what it is? That's Super Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie. God dang it. Boy, I did not come through today. I got my first truck when I was three. Now, to be fair, though, I went old on you on two of those. That was, well, and, and the, what I'm realizing is a lot of them kind of start out the same. Mm-hmm. Like like this, like that, and it's like... Like it's a lot. Yeah. Of, a lot of my two seconds is just a a, a hi hat. Well, yeah. <laughs> talk to them. Well, that's all. Right. What you know? What you got me saving the flavor, kid? Because it's not going to happen next time. You still did very well. Thank you, brother. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does, and I mean no one. It's time for maybe it's just me. All right, we all know how long a marathon is, right? 26.2 miles. Yeah, because you always see it on those skinny people's cars. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or, or you see the one that says 13.1, you're like, oh, almost had it. Hey, half marathon's still legit. I know. I couldn't even run probably five miles, so I probably couldn't even run a mile, to be honest with you. But why is it 26.2 miles? Because that is an awfully specific length, right? Yeah. Well, we have to go back to 1908, because that is when the distance was set in the Olympics that year. So in, in London... Queen Alexandra requested that the race start at the lawn of Windsor Castle and finish at the Royal Box of the Olympic Stadium. Guess how long it was between those two points? 26.2 miles. Huh. So once they were done with that, they just said, well, this is what a marathon will be from here on out, 26.2 miles. I thought it was going to be like meters or something, but this is like how it checks into miles. You know, like, like a well, long t- meters or whatever. Did they still use, did they use the metric system back in 1908? 
I think that's a new thing. <laughs> I know it's not a new thing. <laughs> how, how do you think they were measuring stuff over there, like by lizards? Okay, well, okay, well I'm sure if you went over there, it's not 26.2 miles. It's whatever that is in kilometers, mm-hmm. which would be what? Now, you know British do measure stuff in stone. Have you ever seen that? Like, he's like, oh, he's 13 stone. That's I've like never. weight, isn't it? Weight? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's weird. It's forty-one point eight kilometers. So I'm sure that's. I'm sure there's people driving around over there with forty-one point eight stickers on their cars. Mm. And the metric system's been around since seventeen ninety-five. So still, we're still getting used to it. We're still, still learning it. <laughs> well, I'm just. I'm reading it for our English listeners, not people over there across the, the pond. That's yes. for us. Yeah. But either way, yeah. So that's that's interesting. And I thank Nick Barth for texting that in because I, the one I was going to do wasn't even quite that interesting to me. Which one were you going to do? About why you can sleep better with a Christmas tree in your room. All right, Nick. Because <laughs> it helps Step your bo- right up, buddy. You got to bring another one tomorrow, <laughs> no, Nick. No, listen, listen. No, this is interesting because it makes your body produce uh, uh, melatonin. The smell of a of a real Christmas tree makes your brain produce melatonin, which helps you sleep. So if you want a, a Christmas tree in your room, it'll help you sleep. Not you don't want to leave it lit or anything like that while you're trying to sleep. <laughs> Didn't you say you were going to take all weekend to really hunker down and get some five bangers? You said that's one that I came up with. How is that not interesting? How is it not interesting that uh, that your your brain is so amazing that the smell of a Christmas tree helps it release melatonin and helps you sleep at night? Marathon one was better, and it helps reduce cortisol, which is a which is a chemical that that makes you get fat while you sleep. Wait, so you're going to get fat and sleep? No, it reduces cortisol. Oh. So I'm getting thin while I sleep. Yeah, thin, and you're getting better sleep. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not interesting to anybody in this room. <laughs> I don't buy that. What? Uh, uh, that's the thing. You can't just tell me, no, these aren't right. These aren't real. Because then every single one I bring in, you can be like, well, no, right. that's not Hold real. Hold on a second. 97% of your research is done off Facebook memes. So <laughs> I think I'm really okay throwing the BS flag on a lot of these. Fine. I don't even care. Thank you, Nick Barth, for texting that one in. If anybody else has one, yeah. you know, by all means, I, I'm not above the help, and I appreciate it. And that's why I know I can stand here sometimes and look Wood and Brian Riley right in the face. Not Nick, though. And not Nick Barth and say, ha, ha, ha. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 5.40 in the morning. We talked about my last sports injury. Yeah. Oh when I boy. tore a butt muscle. I literally hurt myself laughing <laughs> at your injury and pain. Also talked a little bit about the Christmas party we got coming up. We bounced around a bit. We sure did. And you can hear it all right now in our bonus track. We tack it on the end of the podcast. Our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. English teachers right there like, oh. Lord. Did I leave my participle dangling? You left something dangling. <laughs> I know I'm jam because I ain't jelly. That's pretty good, man. I'm going to put that one in the Hall of Fame lyrics. You said that. I did. I said, how you doing? My name is Kelly. I know I jam because I ain't jelly. Okay. <laughs> that's that's Nelly worthy right there. <laughs> Don't you spit in the face of Nelly. How dare you? Well, here we are. So we were talking a little bit about it. We got our Christmas party coming up this week. Yes. Uh, Thursday mm-hmm. at Raleigh's Rednecks and Longnecks. Is it still called that or is it just called Raleigh's now? Raleigh's Rednecks and Longnecks. Okay, everyone just, calls it Raleigh's. I say we just call it Raleigh's. And uh, I got I to gotta admit I'm a little nervous. Yep. Um, a little nervous about the turnout. Um, that part's making me nervous. Especially with the storm coming. Right. And it's like, we, we, we've never done this before. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know why people will show up, if mm-hmm. they will show up. We hope that they do. Even if it's just the Reba McIntyre jacket that brings you out. I, I kind of told my wife the same thing, and she said, well, you're giving away prizes, right? People will show up for free okay. stuff. And I said, thanks. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. Well, 
I'm glad that I finally get to get a haircut now this week because I found myself in an odd cycle where I wanted to be fresh cut for the Christmas party, mm-hmm. but I had let it go, go too long. It, it was a mess. So Why now, wouldn't you just go back and get another haircut? I'm not getting two haircuts in a week, man. Apologies. Come on. <laughs> but that, so I'm happy about that. Now, dressing. I, I'm going, I, I talked to my people at Wedding and Tuxedo Connection. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a tux. I have no idea why. I'm getting a Christmas, because I respect the people that would t- give their Thursday night to us. Okay. Well, I'm wearing a t-shirt and jeans, so <laughs> enjoy that dress up. Well, no, they, they sent me a couple of texts, because I, I was like, you know what? I, I want to dress. I enjoy dressing up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get to very often. So I was like, I, I contacted Wedding and Tuxedo Connection. And I was like, do you guys have anything that looks Christmassy? And she sent me back a few pictures. I was like, send it. Were you wearing like a red and green suit? Like you, you got my measurements on file. Let's get that thing in the works. Okay. So I'm going tux. So that way, everyone will feel comfortable. If you come dressed up, you'll be fine. If you look like wood, you'll be fine. Hey, how dare you, sir? <laughs> I, we, we've gotten the games uh, finalized for this. Uh, we're going to play some friend or foe for cash. We're yeah. going to play, uh, if you've ever heard, like later on today, we're going to be playing The Feud. Right. We're going to be playing The Feud. And we're going to have listeners play with us for a chance to win money. We're going to be doing that. Plus, we'll be playing with some characters uh, like Sean from Fresh Skin Tattoo is going to play. Brian Zenzen will play. I think Jake Judd may even play. Right. Jennifer Leverins will be there. So we're going to have a lot of people that are on the show be playing with us. We'll play a few. We're also going to have a Tippy Cup little quick tournament. Uh, thanks to Westside Liquor. The cool thing is I, I'm going to have my little DJ set up there. And I'm going to have all our sound effects and stuff that we use on the air loaded on that thing. Yes. So I'm excited about that. So am I. I'm excited about that. We're also going to have a uh, wax trivia. Yeah, I don't know about that. They said you can't wax listeners. And right. Like, so we have to wax each other. Now, you say that you have a well woolly mammoth of a tramp stamp. Don't be gross, but... Well, it is gross. Yeah, it's it's. Let me see. No, dude. It's just you and I in here. All Trust right. Tree. Are you ready? Let's see this well, bad boy. We've been swimming together before. You I know, but I, I really haven't been checking out your wagon. Oh, that's not near. I was expecting something much worse. Really? Yeah, we'll whip that bad boy off. <laughs> it's gonna hurt. That's a sensitive area, yep. man. But for the for the uh, thing, I will do it. For waxing the city, we'll be doing that. The Christmas party. So it's gonna be a ton of fun. If you want to show up, we're gonna have a lot of that. We're gonna have games. We'll have music. We'll have prizes. No. Cover to get in right there's no cover you don't have to win tickets or anything like that you show up at raleigh's on thursday you're gonna have some fun speaking of characters on the show you know our intern yusuf who we haven't seen in he may he disappeared quite some time my cousin was asking about him over the weekend because i cooked a brisket on saturday Mm -hmm. which turned out phenomenal yes holy cow did that thing turn out good it was the best brisket I've ever had. In my Never life. had a decent brisket in my entire Dude, life. Dude, I, I will. I, listen, I did, there was none left over. I would have brought you some. Right. I, they literally. Well, it was a smaller brisket too, so there wasn't a ton there. And I okay. had family over, and it was it was gone. Mm. So, well, you were out gallivanting with your new best friend. So. I was. Thank you very much. <laughs> so you, I'm sorry, but anyway, my cousin was like, "What happened to Yusuf?" I said, "To be honest, we don't know." Yeah, he, he was such a fun part of the show. And then now he just he was like, I don't know how much more I'm going to be able to come in. And then that was it. For all I know, he's still going to be at St. Cloud State. You don't ever run into him on campus? He could be back in Iran. Right. I, who knows? Saudi. Maybe he, he's living his best life. I don't know. He was, he was almost too smart to be in here anyway. Oh, he was incredibly intelligent. Spoke like eight languages, lived in four different countries. I was like, ah, boy, this guy's too smart to Great be Great dude. I'll, maybe I'll text him. Send, shoot him a text. My cousin's worried about him. Okay. But so I'm, am I now that I think about it. But I'm telling you, here's how I did my brisket. You ready? Anybody that's planning on doing one over the weekend, I let it cook 
for four hours at 165 degrees. Uh-huh. Then I bumped it up to 200 for another two hours. Then 225, finally wrapped it and put it in 250. That thing was amazing. Cool. Uh, good right. question. I'll just talk over here. So then what I did. Now, you told us during your little brisket a thon, you would look up five facts for maybe it's just me. I got one. Oh. <laughs> and it, the reason I bring this up is so many people reached out over the weekend. Kelly sent in messages on the Kelly and Wood Instagram. Nick texted one in this morning, said, Hey, I got to, maybe it's just me for Kelly. And it's about the marathon. Oh. Nick, thank you. That's the one we're using today. Oh, no, no, I have a, is. no, I got one about sleeping with a Christmas tree in your room. I got that one. Okay. Um, maybe I'll do Nick's today. Mine is evergreen, <laughs> so I can, I can save it for as long as possible. Uh, Kelly, like I said, she sent in a couple good ones. Uh, Adam Dixon, hey, is, uh, are we going to do a live interview with Gold Digger Elizabeth? No. 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 I, I, I want to have fun. I don't want to feel sorry about mankind. Right. Because if the party's going at a nine, mm-hmm. yes, she's fun to listen to, but is she party fun? And she's I, she's a good-looking gal, and God knows she'd probably go home with somebody who, if you drove pull up in a Mercedes, <laughs> you'd probably have a ride home. But no, I we're, we're, we're no, I don't. We're, we're keeping it family, keeping it clean. Yeah, you know, we got some stand-up going on there as well, so it's going to be a really, really fun night. Hey, dare I even say, will we get a live? Maybe it's just me. <laughs> you're, really, you're really putting a lot of... Uh, do people even listening now even know what Maybe It's Just Me is? It's something we do at like 8.45. Oh, the streets are talking. And it's, are they? The streets are talking. Was Duluth a buzz this weekend about Maybe It's Just Me? Hey, are you... Do you maybe it's just me. No. 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 No, it's, it's something where... It, and a lot of radio shows do it, but this is things that I find interesting, so I bring them to the air, and a lot of times other people don't, because I find nerdy things interesting. I love space. Mm-hmm. I love the human mind. Yeah, that one sucked. I love history. Which one? The one where you're the, talking about mind. You had that one about electricity weighing stuff. Oh, yeah. The one about, do you know that all the electricity that we use to power the internet would weigh about as much as a pear? That's interesting. I didn't even know electricity had weight. Yeah, I believe it was a peach. Anyways, my son has a book that's like 100 wild facts. Get that thing in here. Well, he was grounded from screens on the trip up to Bentleyville this weekend, yeah. and he's just ripping those off. Finally... I'm not lying. We got maybe eight minutes from the house, and I I did the old turnaround. I was like, I swear to God, one more fact, and I'm going to lose it. My son has a book called Would You Rather, and it's like, would you rather sleep with worm or whatever, you know, yeah. like one of those kinds of things. And uh, same thing. After about 50 of them, I'm like, all right, Vincent, let, let's give the book a rest. Like, I appreciate your reading. That's awesome, but shut her down. My wife even looked at me and said, why don't you take that book and take it into Kelly? First, maybe it's just me. Yeah, he, he could use some help. I definitely could. Since you've decided you're going to start making new friends, I decided I'm going to start making new friends, too. Oh, challenge extended. <laughs> no, I actually was. This is funny, because if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that I am not an athlete. Mm. I do not. I don't watch sports. I don't play sports. Now, take that back. You were a rotational play on your high school's girls' soccer team. Or no, basketball team. No, I would practice I would practice with the girls' team, because if they were ever, say, like a couple girls can make it to practice that morning, they'd call me up. <laughs> D up, which is so funny too. When I would practice with the girls, I would pretend like I wasn't trying because they would just they were just running the court with me. Yeah. And I'd be like, ah oh, man, I'm just I'm just messing around. You guys are girls. I'm not trying. Meanwhile, they're just hooping all over. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I had somebody ask me if I would like to come play basketball on Sunday mornings. Oh, in an indoor court in his house. 
Is it Prince? (laughs) I I don't know who it is, but I was like, all right, dare I, dare I try and make new friends through sports? Like that is the, like I'm serious, I'm worried about turning an ankle now. Okay. Because I have weak ankles. It's a, it's a Jordan family trait. Of course. (laughs) I have twisted my ankles so many times, Mm -hmm. it's not even funny. I'm worried about just not being good. Right, mm-hmm. and I haven't. I, now I've lost a lot of weight, but I haven't like been athletic in quite some time. Was the last? <laughs> what are you gonna say? Go ahead. Come on. Was man. the last time you did a full-on sprint? The time you fell and tore your butt muscle in that kickball game for in that the charity kickball tournament? That was. The, that was. Maybe the most embarrassing sports injury of all time. Real quick, I'll tell you guys what was going on. It was a um, it was a charity kickball tournament, right? And I was about forty five pounds heavier than I am right now, and I hadn't I hadn't done anything physical in years, and I was try I was gonna really just just. Turn on the afterburners to get from first to second base. And I don't know if I tripped and that's when I hurt my butt muscle or if the butt muscle went out and that's why I went, uh-huh. you know, yeah, butt over apple cart. But you, I, I couldn't get up, dude. Like, I, you guys had to come <laughs> carry me off. The-, <laughs> the first part I knew we were in trouble is because you went face first <laughs> in full scorpion. And the best part, everyone was like, oh, and there I am. I'm laughing. And you get up, you can barely, like, barely move, you come over to the bench, a woman literally comes out she of the pr- stands and prayed over your knee. No, it was my, well, no, yeah. And I'm like, ma'am, I think he tore his, you gotta go a little higher. I think he tore his butt muscle. <laughs> <laughs> so Kelly then stands up and says, alright guys, well, I think I'm gonna take off, I can't play anymore. We got to watch him walk to his car for 45 minutes. And it wasn't that that far. It was maybe 150 feet away. It took me like a half hour to get there. I was just like, oh my God. Thank God I had nothing going on that weekend. Because I was just like, and then like the next day when I, no, Monday when I came to work and I had to walk from the parking lot to here, it seriously took me like an hour. And I couldn't go down the steps. You lived for like four months. It hurt for the longest time, man. Oh man, that uh, that weekend was just excruciating. That was hilarious because there was no there was no way to get to it either. Like there was no way to like rub it because it hurt or whatever. It was just deep inside, whatever the hell it was. Come on, we're not that kind of show, man. Come on. <laughs> But yeah, that was anyway. I don't know. I don't know if that was my last time doing anything uh, somewhat strenuous. But uh, oh yeah, Craig says when you did the back alley sprint. Remember when I beat you in a running race in the back alley? That video lives somewhere. I don't know what you're talking about, Craig. <laughs> so I'm completely you, unfamiliar. Didn't you fall down at the finish line too, no, or something like that? No, there was accusations of maybe some cheating, but that was just from the haters. I didn't. I didn't. Next, next topic. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that was pretty my life. But anyway, so these guys that was probably it. Yeah, these guys were like, "Do you want to cl- come play basketball on Sunday mornings?" I'm like, ah, "What, what, what do I have to lose? Besides my dignity, but mm-hmm. I, that's been gone for years." So how did you get invited to this? Through a friend of a friend of a friend. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's like someone that my wife used to work with. 
you know, my wife used to work with my cousin, and there's a woman that works there, so it was like kind of that thing. Okay. And so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm going to go do it, though, man. I used to, I mean, I grew up in North Minneapolis, man. Basketball was a way of life. Okay. Not that I was ever just crushing it, clearly. Say. But I'm just saying, like, I, I got some moves. You know, I still got a few left in me. It'd be good for you to get out there, man. Now, is it full court or half court? I don't know. Oh, I'd have been a question to ask. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a question to ask. If I come in limping on Monday, you know that I went and played basketball with these cats. Full body scorpion. <laughs> Bottom of your shoes touched over your head on the ground. <laughs> that was so... Dude, I stood up and I thought I was going to throw up. I was in so much pain. <laughs> Like I got super lightheaded. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a ba- this is bad." I remember calling my wife on the way home. I was like, "Man, I hurt myself bad." She was like, "How is it playing kickball?" This company like shut down our extracurricular activities. Our engineer. <laughs> so we had like a company softball team that I put together. Yeah. Now, engineer Tony. Awesome human being. Right, great guy. One of the smartest humans I've ever been around (laughs) in my entire life. So we have, he's like, yeah, I'll pay for on the softball team. Great. Put him down. First game, he shows up in jeans. He's still got like his letterman on his belt. (laughs) His leatherman? Whatever. Yeah. You know, the little uh, 47 in tools in one thing. (laughs) He rips a double to the gap. And I'm like, all right, this guy's a player. (laughs) Tripped over first base and broke his wrist. (laughs) Boss comes in, owner of the company, Bob Lane comes in. He says, "Hey, you, you got to stop." That's the engineer. Like he's like the most, one of like the most three important people in this building. And now he can't work because you broke his wrist. By the way, we were awful. I don't think we won a game all year. Uh, well, I'm surprised I didn't shut it down after I tore my butt muscle, man. Well, that was for charity. <laughs> that was for charity. I gave it all. I'll do. I'll do whatever it takes. Oh man, that was so funny. Oh shoot, I don't have my sound effect loaded for us to do history here. Oh, uh, I trust you to have all the sound effects ready for the Christmas party. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't know we were going to get on the story of me tearing my butt. No. Oh, man. How that, can you not? That was one of the worst. And then, like, DJing weddings for months after that. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, this is just going to be excruciating. <laughs> when you do the wives. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Man down. Man down. That guy just fell down after the why. <laughs> yeah, all right. You ready to do some history? Come on. You should have got the band. <laughs> All right, here we go. Whew, all right, settle down, Kelly. Good grief. All right, on this day, back in 1925, the very first. Hold on, one more time. 1925, the first motel opened in San Luis. Obispo, California. Did we do this story just so you could play that song? No, but I was trying to think. You know, I always try and come up with sounds mm-hmm. for this stuff to make it a little more interesting. And I thought, hey, this would be good. Everybody go, hotel, hotel. What you gonna now, do maybe somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. A motel means you can pull up your car right outside. Well, some hotels you can do that too, I think. But I mean, is that, is that the, the difference? The nicer ones. I, I don't know. That I think they're just cheaper and smaller and offer less no, less. that can't be it. Because didn't Motel didn't start from Motor in? No, that's not right. I, it sounds right. Because I think it's more like if you're just a weary traveler and you just need a place to shack up for the evening. That you would just pull up, right. you pay, and then you literally, you know, 
And then it's very easy to drag the body out of the hotel <laughs> right. room into the Plus, trunk. Plus, how convenient to open the door right to your car. Right, you know? I it's mean, all walking down a hallway. Hey, when it was super cold, that's probably pretty nice just to run out there and do right. it. Just jump right in. Craig just texted in, yes, Wood, I think you're right. So I'm taking that. Okay, if that's Craig fine. agrees, I agree. It was on this day in 1996. Show me the money. I need to feel the you. Oh, jeez, did I believe I was, that? I don't think you did. Show me the money. You know what that is. I, I didn't know if I believed that or not. Uh, Jerry Maguire came out on this day in 1996. Still one of my favorite movies of all time, I think. Really? Yeah, I love Jerry Maguire. That was another one of these movies I got sucked into because I thought it was a sports movie. And then... There's some sports. You look around, hey, this sucks. This hey, is a rom-com. Well, who, would they ever do a movie just about sports? Yeah. There's, uh, there's always some romance in it. Mm, but it, you know what I'm saying. What takes the center stage? Right. It's it's the romance. It's the relationship. Okay. Uh, but I love that movie. And then kind of a sad day on this day in 2020. I do got to give some angel good morning. Better know you think about her when you're gone. Charlie Pride passed away on this day in, in 2020. I remember the outrage about all that. Right. Like it was over COVID and all that, you mean? Well, because they got together and that was still when people were like, well, I don't know if we should get together, COVID and all that. And then he passed away and people were like, well, did he die of COVID? We should have done this. Wasn't he like 100? I mean, he was old. He was up there. Yeah. And I don't think he died of COVID. No, I don't think so either. That guy, talk about breaking down some barriers, man. Charlie Pride <laughs> definitely broke down some barriers in country music. But uh, yeah, we lost him on this day in 2020. Uh, doing some birthdays. Celebrating a birthday today. Sorry, who? Blossom. <laughs> also host of Jeopardy, of course, also on the Big Bang. She's had a heck of a career, and she's like a brain surgeon or something like that. I was about to say, she's also incredibly intelligent. She's like a neuro- neuroscientist. Is that what she is? It's it's sure. something with the brain. Like, she's got her doctorate. We can't even say her name. Yeah, I'm supposed to nail what sort of field she's in. It's like neuroscience or something like that. Anyway, it's, it's Blossom's birthday today. And somebody, again, can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think she was supposed to have like a long-running arc on the Big Bang Theory, but she oh, was really? so good, they said, okay, let's just kind of keep her around, and she's got to be 46. Oh, you're close, man. She is 47 today. Good for her, man. She's had one heck of a run. She has, man. Now, and I think she's got some wild theories out there about, about like parenting and stuff. I think I remember reading that or something. Well, about- wasn't she the one that was like breastfeeding her kid up until they were like fifteen or something like that? It was, was like something. It was a wild scene, but I, I don't. I do remember something like that. Yeah, but I, I don't remember exactly what it was. That's uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Three, you just kind of back out of the room. Celebrating a birthday today, man. She was an it girl in the late '80s, early '90s, of course. In Top Gun Two, played Tom Cruise's love interest, Jennifer Connelly. It's her birthday today. Oh my, man! In the '90s, like early '90s, she was just. It. She's always been very. Of course, Labyrinth. Oh yeah, she was in Labyrinth. Yeah. Holy cow! I forgot about that one. How old is Jennifer Connelly today? Fifty-one. Oh, you're close, man. You're one off on all of these. Jennifer Connelly is 52 today. Feeling good today. Yeah. All right. And let's do uh, let's do one more. Also celebrating a birthday today. I got to be honest. I didn't know Bob Barker was still alive. Watch yourself. Color me surprised because I had no idea that he was still alive. Spay new to your pets, man. Right. I'm not. It's no. I, I mean, no disrespect, Wood. Better I just. Not. And the guy is old. So I I thought for some reason I could. Maybe it's the Mandela effect or something. I could have swore that we lost him. At some point, but it, I, my memory is serving me wrong. He always makes me feel good because I always used to watch him when I was at home, not feeling good. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And I don't know if it was the meds started to kick in or whatever, but whatever Bob Barker got on there, I kind of thought, all right. If you have Pluto TV, which is kind of like a poor man's cable because it's free, mm-hmm. but they have all these channels on there, and one of them is the Price is Right channel. And they show from like the 80s to today. And it is so fun. It's so fun to watch prices right from the 80s to see what they were giving away. Like a new car would be like $3,800 yeah. or something like that. But even more importantly, you know, you'd watch some of that stuff and you'd see like, oh, cool. You know, you won this. And as a kid, I'm like, man, that sucks. I'd rather win cash. Now yeah. I'm an old man. I'm like, right, like, oh, that washer and dryer looks nice. That's a killer patio set. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's go. The other day I was watching and they gave away a dining room set and a new refrigerator. I was like, oh, that'd be sweet. Man. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But he's up there. He's got to be, I'm going to say 91. Oh, you're actually way off. He's 99. No way. Heck yeah, man. That's Good what I'm saying. Him. Yeah, he's, he's up there. That's why I could have swore that we lost him somewhere along the way. But, of course, if it's your birthday today... You put that ill on me. I'm not, man. Come on. Now, if he passes away, now I'm going to feel bad. Should. Uh, of course, if it's your birthday today, uh, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.